The wait for Game of Thrones Season 5 is almost over, and that's why we have gotten started on the road to Westeros, a daily Game of Thrones countdown to Season 5. And now, here are the two guys who live by the motto, the day is bright but still full of terrors. Rob Sestrino and Josh Wiggler. Josh, how are you? I'm so craven right now. I'm so afraid. <laughs> it is really bright outside, but there are still so many scary things happening all the time. Yes. Well, I, we watch too much Chief news. Among them, we just stole Hot Pie's like entire uh, cabinet of baked goods, and we are just running away from his place right now. Yes, yes. And they're heavy. They're very heavy. <laughs> they're heavy. My heart is heavy for Hot Pie, who I'm sure is missing his, his product. Yes. His wooden spoon is now mine. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Well, we're going to need that. Uh, we can't walk the King's Road without some sort of uh, weaponry. Sustenance also. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right, so here we are back on the road to Westeros. What is this, day six? This is day six, man. Oh, my God. It's happening. We are, <laughs> we're halfway home. Yes, we're halfway home, and here we are. We are inside of one week till the Game of Thrones season five premiere, Josh. Oh, my God. So close. We're so close, and it's still so far away, though. Still so far away. We still got a full week to go, but you know what? That just gives us more time to talk to all the people who want to talk to us about Game of Thrones. So I'm a happy man. I'm happy to be doing this. This is great. I hope we're not going to be like an Aria where every time we get close to seeing our family that the HBO is going to say, oh, by the way, uh, now <laughs> we had some production delays. Game of Thrones is going to come on this summer. Oh, my God. Like cancel Game of Thrones like uh, with David Lynch and Twin Peaks. It's going to be George R. R. Martin has walked away from Game of Thrones. Yeah. By the way, speaking of HBO, I started watching this uh, Scientology documentary. Yeah. Going clear. Going clear. You know what? I think that now is the time. I think I'm going to get in on Scientology at the ground floor. I'm going to buy low on Scientology. It's so high. Yeah. Buy low so high. I'm going to go in. I'm sure the recruitment is way down. I'm going to go in and go have like my pick of the litter at Scientology. You've kind of always struck me as the uh, L. Rob Hubbard <laughs> of, uh, of post-show recaps. I'm like your David Miscavige. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I, w- I was going to say Antonio Mazzaro is like our Tom Cruise. I think he's more Travolta <laughs> and Mike Bloom is our Tom Cruise. Yes. That's okay. how I'm going to break it down. Yeah. Well, we have much more incriminating tapes on Antonio. Oh, you've got everything on Antonio. <laughs> he is in big trouble. All right. So more on that as it develops. I'll have more information about my upcoming appearances uh, once I sign up for t- Scientology. Look, if you're looking for an endorsement, hell, if you're looking for a partner, I'm in. I'll go in on this with you. I watched the documentary. I'm not afraid. I am I am clear and ready for liftoff. Well, I've only seen the first half hour. So maybe I'll, let me watch the whole thing. I mean, it's terrifying, but if you know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, and I'm buying low. All right, let's get into our question of the day. Of course, we get one question a day answered on this show, but we have many that come into us on our voicemail inbox at postshowrecaps.com slash voicemail or via email at got at postshowrecaps.com. Yes, indeed. Uh, And it's interesting that you bring up an organization that is uh, coming under attack for uh, potential, you know, allegations of basically like slavery and imprisonment and things like that. Because today on uh, The Road to Westeros, we're going to talk about a character who hates those things, who hates that institution, who is very anti-slavery. That is the one and only Daenerys Targaryen. Okay. Let's, let's hear from Jason Burney. Hi, Jason here. I want to talk about dragons. So I've come up with three questions. Number one, how much of them do you think we'll see this season? And do you think we'll see all three? Number two... Do you think the dragons being on the loose will cause the people to second-guess Danny because they don't think she can control even her own children? Number three, 
when are we going to see someone riding a dragon? That's really what I want to see, is somebody on the back of a dragon with a sword flailing in the air, dragon spitting fire, fighting people. When are we going to see that? Thanks for all the awesome podcast, guys. Can't wait to see what comes next. Later. All right. Okay, so we got this from Jason. He wants to know, where are my dragons? I just can't get the image out of my head of Danny flying into the Scientology Center on the dragons. <laughs> like, kill the, the, what would be the masters of Scientology? Kill all the auditors. <laughs> Burn every auditor. <laughs> Burn the auditors to the ground. Khaleesi. And then purge my thetans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Khaleesi, uh, they'll ruin you. No. No, she'll be, she'd be fine. All right, so let's... She gets to level 11 real fast. Let's talk about the, the dragons. Um, I can't imagine people are going to turn on Danny being like, sort of just like in their private moments, like, you see how those dragons don't even respect her? I mean, is this really <laughs> we're following? She can't even control a dragon. Can't even control a dragon. I, yeah. really, she spoils them. Yeah, so what if, what if that, she's like babying these dragons, you know, letting, letting them eat children. You see the way they talk to her? Yeah, they just, they just fly around. That? They How mess up the room. That? They mess up the whole room. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. They're running I'm this out. kingdom. Yeah. I, yeah. We were better with the slavers. Like, what, what, are we, what are we doing? Yeah. Do you think that's going to come up? I don't think that's how think the that's people... They say that, you know, we've only seen through this point in time, people love Danny. They love people her. Love Danny. Yeah. She's the mother of, she's the mother of dragons. I mean, now, if, if she's the unfit mother of dragons... If she's a lousy mother of dragons, then the dragons. It's another, that's another story. You know, it's, it's hard to be, I think, to be a human and be responsible for dragons. Daenerys Targaryen is doing it better than just about anybody else living in this world probably could, would be my guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of who would be a better mother of dragons than Danny. It's hard to, hard to imagine. Certainly not Cersei. Yeah. See, I always feel like where this is all going. I feel like we are going to have dragons that are unruly and we are going to need somebody in the mix who can warg into the dragons. Mm, I feel like that's where we're going with this. Is that a, is that a Brandon Stark? Is that a somebody else? But I feel like we're going to need somebody on board here who can get into the mind of a beast and control the beast. And we just happen to have a character who can do that. Who's very, very far away. But I feel like at some point we can combine these two needs together and get something done. No, that's an interesting point. I mean, it, it would be it's like Chekhov's warging, right? Like you don't introduce the concept of people who can kind of put their you know, consciousness into other creatures, be it, uh, you know, dire wolves or Hodor's. Uh, and you don't introduce that concept and introduce dragons in the same tale without sort of having those two meet at some point. It just feels wrong if somebody doesn't warg into a dragon at some point. Yes. So that would be especially helpful if we could have that happen. Now, again, that we could not have two people who are further away geographically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could, but it'd be tough. <laughs> it, would be very, it would be very difficult. So difficult. Uh, I feel like eventually this is where... Uh, this is going, but you know, it's what shape, what shape does that take? Does that take Danny meeting, meeting brand somehow and bringing the dragons to him? Or are we going to meet other people with, uh, with the ability to work? Mm, I mean, either one could happen. I mean, I feel like that that's probably the case. I mean, 
Over in uh, the East, I feel like we have not seen anybody like that. It seems like that is a thing that's happening mostly in the North and uh, a lot uh, from the people that are all uh, North of the Wall even. So I'm not sure exactly how we get to that point. Right. Um, well, well, how about this? How, how about this question of um, the idea of riding dragons. Is that something that's imminent? I mean, whether or not you consider warging into dragons, riding dragons, I think that Jason is talking about literally somebody on the back of a dragon riding around causing a mess. Uh, is what? that something we're going to see? You wouldn't catch me on the back of a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Too craven. That is something way too craven for that. Yeah. So you, you might be a Scientologist, Robert. You are no dragontologist. Yeah. But I believe that they've talked about in the past that Aegon rode in on a dragon. So that's a thing. Yeah. That's a thing. You could see people riding on dragons. Could there be anyone who's a candidate other than Daenerys to be doing this? Like, who could you picture riding a dragon other than Danny? She's the obvious. Mm. Do they like anybody else? So far, no. Like Tyrion would be a, you know, that, that wouldn't really weigh the dragon down. Hard to imagine like Varys on a dragon. Uh, but awesome to imagine Varys <laughs> on a dragon. Yeah. Another reason why you're Varys. <laughs> you guys have so much in common. Yeah, you wouldn't catch me on a dragon. You wouldn't catch me on a dragon. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I don't know, really know too many other people. Barristan in the Bold? Mm, he's, I think he's a little too old to ride a dragon. a little too Barristan in the Old to be riding on I a dragon? I think so. I think so. I mean, it has to be somebody else from the Danny world, right? Grey Worm? <laughs> I could see Grey Worm on it. It would be my number two pick, I think. Uh-huh. Grey Worm would be good. Yeah, because also I think that it might be uncomfortable to sit on a dragon, but not for Grey Worm. So maybe a case for why Varys should be there. And, and you as well. <laughs> hey! Listen, I'm just covering my bases here. We're just uh, talking about things we've established already. All right. All I'm right. not accusing you of anything <laughs> you haven't copped to already. All right. Off the record. <laughs> All right, so will Danny ride the dragons this season? Uh, yes or no? What do you think? Yes or no? What do I think? Um, I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be fun, and I think we're getting to the point where like Game of Thrones has to give us something like that fairly soon. We're five seasons deep into this thing. Danny isn't in Westeros yet. No signs of Danny being in Westeros anytime soon. At the very least, put her on a dragon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's the consolation prize. Yeah. Uh, so I could see it. I think that'd be cool. So. Just so I know also, like, uh, I mean, could a dragon potentially fly to Westeros at this point? Like, how many day trip by dragon is that to Westeros from Marine? My bet would be that would take a week, uh, like a week, week and a half would be my guess. Does the dragon need to land and go to sleep? Probably at some point it's going to take a nap. It's a big fella. So, like, does the dragon need to take a boat to Westeros. No, 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 no. He'll find like rocks. He'll swim around. He'll like, you know, sleep on a rock on his back. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to know the logistics of this. I feel like the dragon is strong enough to make the trek across the narrow sea. That doesn't seem too difficult for a dragon. I think that the dragon could do that. Okay, so they need shot. to get to the shore and then the dragon could make it across. Yeah. Like, I feel like Danny could just, just go flew across the narrow sea. And yeah, go. like hop across the narrow sea on the dragon, you yeah. know, get the lay of the land and then come back and they're like, yeah. oh boy, uh, this is going to be harder than we thought. 
<laughs> Social <laughs> studies division? This is going to be tough. It's going to be tough. All right. So lots to see when Game of Thrones comes back this Sunday. And then just before we wrap on Danny, let's just uh, let's just attack uh, the first part of Jason's question, which was how much of the dragons do you think we'll see this season? Do you think we'll see all three? And just to just to set the stage again, uh, I believe Drogon is MIA after roasting that kid. Uh, and the other two dragons uh, have been locked away by Daenerys. That was her final scene in season four. Yeah. So with that that in mind, do you think that we'll see all three? And how much of the dragons do you think we're going to see in this season? Well, that's one of the things that I was hoping that you could speak to. I, you know, I don't follow this stuff a- as closely as you do. But do you know what the contract situation is for Drogon? I know that he was holding out for more money than the other two dragons. Did you know? Did HBO give in and meet his contract demands for this season? I do not want to alarm anyone, but I do believe they're Bobby Drapering Drogon. <laughs> so a different dragon is yeah. going to be playing Drogon yeah, this season? Drogon this season. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I can get behind that. It's uh, Bobby Drogon. <laughs> Bobby Drogon. Is going to be playing Drogon. So yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the other two are fine. You know, they're just lucky to be here. They're happy to be here. Even if yeah. they're going to spend most of their season, you know, in a basement or whatever, they're just happy to be along for the Who's ride. Who's hotter, old Drogon or new Drogon? Um, well, that's a tough question. I mean, I think that old Drogon was rougher, uh, a little more grizzled, a little, you know, certainly like, you know, had been around the block a little yeah. bit. And I think that this Drogon's a little, you know, Bobby Drogon's a little pretty. I feel like the old Drogon like looked kind of sleazy. Yeah, yeah, but I liked that. Yeah. I thought that was hot. <laughs> yeah. You know me, I like sleeves. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we'll see uh, which Drogon shows up, but I think we'll see all three. I feel like you got to. Uh, however, that being said, locking two of those dragons away and having one of them missing in action is a great way to save on some special effects money. This oh, good idea. <laughs> so, you know, you probably want to keep them away for most of the season just so you can, you know, save some coin for season six, probably. All right, <laughs> well... Speaking of six, it's day six, and we are inside a week to Game of Thrones season five. Very excited for this upcoming Sunday night. Josh, I I can't wait. Looking forward to hearing more questions from you guys at postshowrecaps.com slash voicemail. Do you have a hashtag for today? Bobby Drogan. Bobby Drogan. Okay. Sometimes it's that easy. It is that easy. All right. Follow Josh Wiggler on Twitter. He is at Round Howard. Like Terrence Howard, but rounder. (laughs) Rounder than Terrence Howard? I think Antonio suggested. (laughs) That's part of the dirt we have on Antonio. Okay. All right. And I'm at Rob's sister, Nino. And so we are going to be back tomorrow with another day of our Road to Westeros podcast series. Talk to you tomorrow, Josh. Talk to you tomorrow, Rob. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye.